17 of the New Balances podcast. I'm your host, Adam. Thanks for joining me on this beautiful, very mild uh, Friday afternoon. Sitting up here in my office, thinking about all the things that I have to do around the house uh, before the baby arrives in a couple of weeks here. And I thought, you know what? Now's a good time to think about what I'm going to put into my dad bag, my hospital bag. So I'm excited for that. But before we get into too much depth about what's going to go into the hospital bag, I was looking over uh, the podcast stats and I realized that uh, in the past couple of weeks, I've crossed over 1,110 downloads. So thank you to everybody who listens to my podcast. You've helped me to get up over a thousand followers. And I'm happy to say that we have listeners in almost, I think, every continent with the exception of Antarctica. Uh, I see that we have one listener in Africa, uh, in Zambia. So thank you. Shout out to you. We've got Europe covered. We've got somebody in two listeners in France, uh, three in the United Kingdom, three in Ireland, one in Denmark, three in Germany, a cluster in Belgium. So that's exciting. Right in the Brussels area. Very excited. The. Uh, the podcast hosting app that I use uh, gives me uh, sort of like a GPS kind of, like an area of where people listen. There's also somebody in the Henan province in China that listens. And then uh, I've got people scattered throughout. Um, it's like a couple listeners in Brazil. Uh, and then in the U.S., the Northeast lights up nice and bright as well as some Florida, Louisiana folks, Missouri, uh, the Pacific Northwest, San Francisco area, uh, more specifically San Jose, a couple in LA, some in Arizona, Utah, Colorado, Wyoming, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Chicago, Ohio, West Virginia, Virginia, uh, our nation's capital in DC, Pennsylvania area, uh, New York City, Connecticut, and then all over uh, New England. So I just wanted to say thank you very much for all of you uh, who listen to me uh, whenever I upload and post. It is truly appreciated, and I never thought I would have this uh, many people listening to me talk into a microphone. So much love and respect for you. Thank you. So getting into it... um, I still have not yet packed my hospital bag. And according to the book that I am reading uh, for dads, so it's titled We're Pregnant, The First Time Dad's Pregnancy Handbook by Adrian Culp. Um, We're getting towards the end of week 35 and 
turning into week 36. So according to my book, this is the end of the eighth month and going into the ninth month. And the plan ahead uh, says that pack a bag. Dude, this is a final warning. So I think that's something that I need uh, to get on right away, especially since uh, Betty was packing the baby's bag uh, this past week when we were hanging up the curtains in the baby's uh, nursery. So the things that I need to pack apparently are a comfy change of clothes, some comfortable footwear, sneakers, flip-flops, Crocs, something along those lines, uh, my own pillow and blankets, some toiletries, and healthy snacks. But in reality, the snacks are probably going to be something uh, that are you know, satisfying. So I probably won't be bringing carrot sticks, but you know, I'll bring veggie sticks instead. Um, definitely have to bring the camera and all the chargers, my cell phone, cell phone charger, and we're going to bring in, uh, you know, portable speaker. Um, but the things that I definitely want to bring are, um, you know, make sure I bring the insurance cards, make sure I bring the, uh, all the chargers, uh, necessary. I also have to get like a couple 10 foot charging cords. Uh, that was one of the things that the labor and delivery class uh, said for Betty and I to take uh, or make sure we had because the outlet may, may not be uh, close enough to the bed for uh, her to reach Betty's phone. So I need to make sure that she's taken care of. Um, so yeah, let's get into this and um, what I need to go. All right, so we're hitting into the ninth month of our, and by our, I mean her pregnancy. You know, it is me uh, who helped get us pregnant, but uh, she's the one doing all of the work. You know, I... I am just a bystander and uh, support logistics help. She is the trooper on the ground. So I am eternally thankful for her for doing this for us. And I just can't imagine doing it with anybody else. You know, I'm so happy that she is the mother of my child and hopefully children. Uh, and I can't wait to start this adventure. But I'm also extremely nervous. Like... There's no, I mean, I guess there are handbooks for pregnancies and uh, for parenting. But when you think about it, you know, when you go through school, it's not a class on how to be a parent. You just kind of figure it out. I mean, I didn't take a parenting class. I definitely would like to take a uh, re-up my infant CPR certification type stuff. But like all the things just come to mind of how is this going to go? Like, I'm gonna be in charge of an infant, okay? So some of the things that we had to make sure we got done um, today, I had a two, I got my flu vaccine and my Tdap vaccine. Um, and these are things that are necessary because obviously, uh, whooping cough, which is part of the Tdap uh, booster uh, cocktail, 
whooping cough is fatal to children under three months. Um, so it was obvious that I have to get that, as well as the flu. Betty got the flu shot in Tdap a few weeks ago when she went to one of her uh, doctors, and I couldn't get it in her doctor's office because I'm not a patient of theirs, which makes sense. So I went to CVS this morning after making an appointment last night and got the vaccinations and got my paperwork and got out of there. So I'm all set on that stuff. But I think about it, and I know there's a big heated debate right now among vaccines because there always has to be something going on uh, to make people want to argue. Um, But the way that I look at it is this. I am responsible for the well-being of myself and my family. My wife is responsible for her and me and our family. So we have a joint responsibility to make sure that our family is protected. And part of that means that I need to make sure that I'm doing everything I can to make sure that I am not going to be able to infect my child with something that I could very easily fight off but the child might not have the antibodies to do that, but I do. So I have to, as a father, take that step to make sure that my child's protected. I am by no stretch of the imagination a medical professional, and I don't claim to be. I don't know anything about vaccines, and I don't know um, how they're created in a lab setting. I am not a scientist. But if somebody who has gone to school for medicine and they suggest that, hey, this is going to help protect you, I'm going to take the shot. Whether it be Tdap, whether it be flu, whether it be COVID, I'm going to take the shot because I have a responsibility not only to myself, but to my family, to my child, and to my wife. So I have to do everything that I can to protect them. That's my responsibility as a father, as a husband. That's my job. The only job I have is to make sure that they are cared for. And if that means that I have to get a couple needles pricked into my skin, so be it. It's not a big deal. The element of choice when you're a parent, to a certain extent, is completely eliminated because it's not about you and your uh, self-perceived freedoms. You don't have that freedom as a parent. You have a responsibility as a parent to make sure that you protect yourself and your family to make sure that nothing bad happens to you or to them. That's your role. That tangent was brought to you courtesy of a conversation I had with my brothers in our group Snapchat. Hopefully I can have them uh, on next week to talk more in detail or in depth about uh, their feelings on the situation.
I'm also working to line up a medical doctor uh, who I've known for a very long time to not come in and moderate, but I would talk to them uh, and it would be sort of like a, a separate track on the podcast that I have with my brothers just to get their point of view, but then also to get a doctor's perspective on the importance of vaccines in pregnancy and uh, in the early months of child, uh, infants. So there's that to look forward to. I feel like that was probably a close to a 10-minute tangent on vaccines or something, which I didn't mean to get into because I set out on this episode to try to talk about what I'm going to pack in my hospital bag, and then I just went off into other things. So in my hospital bag that I am packing, I am going to be putting in the snacks, the charging cables, the camera, change of clothes, more snacks, a portable speaker for music, uh, blankets and pillows, and anything else that my wife wants me to bring. So that's my basis. Also going to bring some pocket uh, cash for uh, vending machines, even though I'm sure most of them will take a debit card or what have you. But these are just some of the things that I think I need to bring. I'm sure I'll consult many lists about what I need to pack. Um, I've been looking at lists all over the place. Um, there's just so much information I feel like you will drown in it if you read everything. Um, I recently just finished up my last shift of umpiring uh, for the foreseeable future. So I've emptied out the back of my car so I can install the car seat for baby Ava. So when she comes home, that'll be all set. So that'll probably get done uh, next weekend. We'll install the car seat because I need to vacuum out the car because it's full of Jameson's hair. He's part husky, so he sheds a lot, and it gets everywhere. Um, you know, just got to make sure that I have everything uh, that I need to make sure that I do my part, which is support and logistics. As I said earlier, Betty is the trooper doing all of the hard work. I just have to be there to help support her. And then in the area of sports, I went to my very first uh, home opener Bruins game the other night, uh, last Saturday night with my neighbor Jesse. Uh, who got the tickets, and we got to see Brad Marchand score a penalty shot, which, according to Adam Sandler's character in Big Daddy, is the rarest thing in sports. Hey, how you doing there, boy? You sleepwalking? Huh? Why don't you go back sleepy? Sleepy. Keep napping. What's this? Kangaroo shot. All right, great. That's terrific. And we're going to watch this after the game, okay? But after my nap, I always watch the kangaroo song. 
it's overtime right now, and there's a penalty shot about to take place. This happens like once every 10 years. Kangaroo shark! Kangaroo shark! Kangaroo shark! Kangaroo shark! Alright! God, you were normal yesterday. So we definitely have that to look forward to. I'm sure that there will be many interruptions that come my way, but I am looking forward to them because all my life I've wanted to be a dad, and here we come. So we're in the home stretch, kind of like the Red Sox right now. Um, they were doing so well, and then they got they took a, a really poorly timed ice bath. So. Uh, in my family group chat, we were talking about they just need to stick to their game plan, and the game plan was hitting grand slams. They haven't done that in the last two games because they've just gotten smoked in the last couple games, uh, in, in the last couple innings, too. So what they need to do, according to my family, is just hit grand slams. So if they could do that, that would be awesome. Uh, I will be watching uh, game... Six tonight in Houston starts at 8 o'clock, so hopefully they decide to take their bats out of their asses and uh, put balls in play and hopefully uh, hit dingers because that's the game plan. So until next week, this is me saying sayonara.